1: to our podcast true crimes and story Times. i'm kirsten i'm michelle and i know last week i did a um haunted episode but since it is when you're listening to this it's the day after valentine's day
0: we're a little late people yeah we uh we forgot to schedule our episodes correctly with the yeah. holiday <laughs> yeah
1: but it's close enough true so i wanted to bring you guys a little bit of uh, Valentine's Day history um, because Valentine's Day ha- was not always about like love true and stuff but it was adapted as anything else has been um, and that's what we celebrate today love hearts Cupid for sure so I'm gonna tell you a little bit about that let's do it so if it didn't come from love where did it come from where did Valentine's Day come from and I don't know curiously. why do we celebrate it why don't you tell I'm me? I'm going to tell you. So I looked at so many different websites mm-hmm. to try and find, like, the original St. Valentine because St. Valentine was a person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I found multiple people mm-hmm. referenced as St. Valentine. It wasn't just one person. It was, like, more than one person across different um, groups of people. Gotcha. So one St. Valentine was supposedly a Roman priest... Who performed secret weddings against the wishes of the authorities in the third century? Hmm. So a long-ass time ago. Yeah, seriously. Um, uh, he was imprisoned in the home of a noble. Mm-hmm. Um, he healed his captor's blind daughter, causing the whole household to convert to Christianity. They saw him heal him heal the daughter, and they were like, "Praise the Lord!" <laughs> basically. He now was they
0: say, that's the devil in my head. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> I'm sorry. So, he was tortured because he was caught, like, doing these secret weddings. Yeah. And that's why he was, like, being held captive. Right. So, he was tortured, and then he was decapitated okay. on February 14th. Seems a little extreme. I know. In my opinion. Yeah, decapitated um, on February 14th, the day of Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, but before his death, he sent this girl a note... And like it was like a love note, mm-hmm. and it was signed "Your Valentine," but he was Saint Valentine, so he was just saying like "Oh, Your Valentine," like you Your you're Me." Their possession of him. Yes. Gotcha. So Saint Valentine, he died on February fourteenth. Okay. Some people say another saint named Valentine during the same period was the bishop of Turney. Kay. Okay. Okay. He also performed secret weddings and died via beheading on February 14th. What is wrong? Why are these people getting beheaded on February 14th? Also,
0: weird correlation in my story. Really? It's my true crime. Why? (laughs) Check it
1: out, people. Friday. (laughs) Just go listen to it. So, I mean, this could be just, like, different versions of the same story Mm -hmm. told from different and right. different groups of people, right. and it could have came from one St. Valentine, or it's it could have ju- been It's people. just, like,
0: different stories and stuff that are told, it seems like different groups have just, like, little yeah. different details, yeah. you know?
1: But it could have stemmed from, like, the same right. one story. Valentine was a popular name in ancient Rome, and there are at least 50 stories of different saints by that name. Okay. So that's why it's not really, like, one St. Valentine Right. that this came from like everybody okay all of the same valentines but the earliest surviving accounts of the two february 14 valentines written starting in the fifth the 500s which that's in the year 500s
0: mm-hmm.
1: have a whole lot in common 500s jesus yeah that was and a we're long... in the 2000s yeah crazy so both were said to have healed a child while they were imprisoned leading to a household-wide religious conversion And they were executed on the same day of the year and buried along the same highway. Seems like the same person. Yeah, so it could be the same person. The historical evidence is so sketchy that it's not clear whether the story started with one saint who then became two or if biographers of one man borrowed details from the other or if either ever even existed at all. Okay. So it's kind of we don't really know. Right. What the whole story is. And with it being that long ago, you can't really tell. There's not really records of it. No. St. Valentine's Day has also been associated with a Christian effort to replace the older holiday of Lupercalia, Mm -hmm. which Romans celebrated on February 15th. Some modern stories paint Lupercalia as a particularly sexy holiday... Hmm. when women wrote their names on clay tablets which men then drew from a jar peering up random couples hold up how the fuck are they getting clay tablets out of See, a jar i
0: ordered the same fucking thing i wonder if it was like a rock okay because i'm imagining a clay tablet the size of like a notebook uh, yeah and they're fucking putting how do they even fit in the jar and how do you even mix them up i don't that's my Maybe it's, like, a piece of a
1: tablet, like, yeah, like a rock. that makes sense. And they, more like, sense. carve their name on it and, like, throw it into a pot.
0: Yeah, because they can't... Yeah. They probably can't throw it in there. No. If it's a clay pot, it's probably broken. Wait, <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> they place them carefully in uh, and swirl the rocks around. How do around. they swirl them around
0: without breaking the thing?
1: With their hands. How do you swirl around hear, the rocks? I can hear the rocks clinking in my head. Like, in, the, in the pot. I get you, but... <laughs> i don't know listen <laughs> listen these stories might not even be true okay <laughs> i don't even know that's funny i don't even know it's this is just a generalization i'll just okay. let you move forward okay so it's a sexy holiday okay they're drawing names Got you. to rent the giant
0: clay tablets out of who knows what <laughs>
1: i imagine it like a bookshelf <laughs>
0: And they're just all plates, and on they're there.
1: like lined up, and then people just go up and like pull one, and they're like, "Oh, Susan, Susan,"
0: <laughs> because people were named Susan I don't know. back in the 500s. I
1: don't know. That reminds <laughs> me
0: of um, what's that movie? It's got all the monsters in it. It's not monsters though. It's like a girl, and she's giant, and then there's like a blue blob, and then there's like a bug. Monsters versus aliens? Yes. Is that what and it's called? And they're like, "What's your name?" And she's like, "Susan." oh and they're like but what do people call you like when you're walking down the street and they're like oh here comes and she's like susan (laughs) i don't think i've ever seen that movie dude that used to be one of my comfort movies anybody else do that you just watch the same movie and over and over and over again
1: monsters vs. aliens i'm
0: pretty sure But you just watch like the same movie over Mm -hmm. and over and over and over again. That was one of them. Mega Mind is another. I also watch Bedtime Stories over and over and over again with Adam Sandler.
1: Lately, mine have been um, the Maze Runner, obviously Mm. because I love Dylan O'Brien. Yes, of course. Cannot with him. Um, Logan is reading the Maze Runner right now, and it makes me so happy. Yeah, he's like seven chapters in. Awesome. Um, And like Divergent, Mm -hmm. very like dystopian. Love it um hunger games
0: used to be one of my favorites
1: Mm -hmm. i don't really watch i'm more i watch friends which is like my comfort show Mm -hmm. but those are like the two movies that i watched recently awesome my comfort show lately
0: has been my most recent naked and afraid really yeah until i just kept coming across a lot of episodes where people were puking and then I'm like, Ew, no, thank you. I think I'm going to change my show for a while.
1: I just, when I don't know what to put on, I just put on friends. It's funny because like, I just pick, Austin
0: called me out the other day. <laughs> I just pick a random show and then I'll binge it. Really? And then I'm just like, after a while, I'm like, yep, I'm done. It like, was Ghost Adventures for a while. Time to watch that mouse. It was 90 Day Fiance for a while. I do have, like, comfort shows that I like to put on, like, Bob's Burgers is one oh, of my comfort sure. shows. Oh, for sure.
1: Love Bob's Anyways, Burgers. Anyways, we're on the tangent. Let's anyway, move on. Um, so, early ac- early accounts don't support this idea mm-hmm. of picking the clay tablets out of a jar.
0: Yeah, the big-ass tablets. Yeah.
1: The closest parallel between Lupercalia...
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, because it says early accounts don't support this. I don't either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do not support this. No. Okay. The closest parallel between Lupercalia and modern Valentine's Day traditions seemed to be that the Roman festival involved two nearly naked young men slapping, slapping, slapping everyone around them with pieces of goat what? skin. What? <laughs> Who? Two. What did I say? Naked. Nearly naked. <laughs> nearly. N- nearly naked. naked. <laughs> You know what I imagine in my head. So what are they wearing? Listen, this is what I imagine in my head. Oh God. The SpongeBob episode where they're cavemen and they wear the little patch. <laughs> over <them>. Nearly <laughs> naked. It's just like one little piece of
0: cloth. Yeah, tied oh, around their my waist from the stream. Okay. Oh, okay. And they're going around
1: slapping people with pieces goat of skin. goat skin. Yeah. Interesting. According to the ancient writer Plutarch, some young married women believe that being hit with the skins promoted conception and easy childhood. Okay, so these women are going out there like,
0: hit me, hit me, <laughs> <laughs> I want a baby, hit me with a <laughs> <Literally. the>
1: skin. <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, this I don't know. This is insane, dude. Yeah. You weren't lying earlier when you were like, you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't even got to that part.
0: Yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
1: The goat um, skins aren't enough. Yeah, no. Whatever um, minor romantic connotations might have been part of Lupercalia, they didn't translate to the new Christian holiday. Obviously, people don't go around slapping people with ghost skin anymore. Or Dude, pulling nearly naked men, you mean. Yeah, that's what I mean.
0: And pulling tablets from... A jar. Whatever. Yeah. That's that's not supported.
1: No. <laughs> um, Lupercalia survived the initial rise of Christianity, but was outlawed at the end of the 5th century when Pope Glacius declared February 14th St. Valentine's Day. Okay. It was not until much later, however, that the day became definitively associated with love. Huh. During the Middle Ages, it was commonly believed, in France and England, that February 14th was the beginning of birds' mating season, which added to the idea that the middle of Valentine's Day should be a day for romance. Okay. The English poet Geoffrey Chaucer was the first to record St. Valentine's Day as a day of romantic celebration in his 1375 poem Parliament of Fowls which he wrote, quote For this was sent on St. Valentine's Day when every fowl cometh there to choose his mate. End quote. Talking about the birds. Right. This was a moment in Europe when a particular set of romantic ideas took shape. Chaucer and other writers of his time celebrated romance between knights and noble ladies who would never marry, often because she was already married. Creating tropes of yearning and tragic obstacles that still drive our romantic comedies today. Valentine greetings were popular as far back as the Middle Ages, though written valentines didn't begin to appear until after 1400. The oldest known valentine still in existence today was a poem written in 1415 by Charles the Duke of Orleans. What? Hold up. That's a weird correlation with my story.
0: Are you for real? By the way, it's New Orleans, but yeah whatever new
1: it's orleans in new orleans is my Listen, true crime we're psychic oh we're psychic what we is happening this, we literally do this every single week <laughs> and it's not on purpose you guys probably think we do this on purpose we really don't
0: we really don't like okay on the schedule i can see what you're doing but like i don't look up to information well, no because why would i, I don't want to yeah, know no so weird
1: continue And if you follow us or if you um, subscribe to us on our Patreon, you could look at our schedule and see when we're gonna post our episodes. But you could see like the titles of our episodes. Shameless plug. To prove (laughs) that we don't know what we're talking about. Literally. Anyway, um, to his wife. So, in fourteen fifteen, by Charles, Mm -hmm. Duke of Orleans. Yes. Okay. To his wife while he was imprisoned in the Tower of London following his capture at the Battle of Agincourt. But there was one final twist in the myth of St. Valentine's. Hmm. Really? When Chaucer wrote the day when every bird chooses a mate, it's argued that he was thinking not of February 14th, but of May 3rd, a day celebrating one of the many other St. Valentines. I mean, I feel
0: like that kind of makes more sense.
1: This is, yeah, so in, like, England and stuff where Mm -hmm. this is, like, set, it's Mm -hmm. still very cold in February. I mean, it's still
0: cold here in February. I mean, it's actually been pretty nice the past few days. But, but like,
1: not nice enough for birds to be coming and, like, mating. No. So that's why they think it might be May 3rd. I don't don't know know. why that specific day, but. There's some birds taking up, I've been seeing uh, geese. I've been seeing them
0: damn geese. There's there's some birds taking up uh, space at my work, and they've been flying around inside. They could be controlled by the government. Well, listen, every year there's a freaking massacre because we open the door, the big door, mm-hmm. and bird, like, baby birds fall out of their nests, Aww. and it's so sad, and so we're trying to figure out how to prevent it, so I think we're gonna build birdhouses and put them out uh-huh. in the grass and, like, so try to move like... nests over there, Yeah, That'd but be yeah, nice. anywho, um, I don't know, maybe if they find a warm place to live,
1: yeah, that's it's true. possible, that's true, Chaucer was looking for a way to celebrate King Richard II's betrothal to Anne of Bohemia on the day on that day and found that was the feast day for Valentine of Genoa. But since his contemporaries were more familiar with February 14th as Saint Valentine's Day, that was the date that became attached to the new holiday of romance. Okay. So now we're going to talk about um, Cupid. We know who Cupid is, right? Mhm. What do you think of Cupid? Sure. Who do you think of? What, what is you have here in your notes. Yes. The chubby baby. <laughs> <laughs> the actual... I think of
0: Evelyn as a baby. <laughs> the bow and arrow.
1: <laughs> not just a chubby baby, but like a naked chubby baby. Because Cupid's yeah. always naked. For sure. Which is you weird. No, he's wearing a diaper. Is he wearing a diaper? Mm-hmm. But he's not got any clothes on.
0: Ma- he's wearing no. a little flap of fabric. He's wearing a diaper, I think, like, in a lot in of depictions. But I think in some depictions, like the older ones, uh-huh. he isn't wearing any clothes. Yeah. Like, he's no diaper. He's just naked. Yeah. But I think in some more modern depictions uh-huh. of him, he wears a diaper now.
1: Yeah. When I think of, like, early depictions of mm-hmm. Cupid, I and think naked, of, like, the wings baby. Yeah. with the little booty, che- little booty cheeks. cheeks sticking out when he's got <laughs> the bow and he's got, like, curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. Blonde. So... But this wasn't always the case. Okay. Obviously. It's got to come from somewhere. It's not where I came from. Okay. Long before the Romans adopted and renamed him Cupid, he was known to the Greeks as Eros, the handsome god of love.
0: Which makes sense because I feel like a lot of the depictions of these things come from previous gods. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. One of the first authors to mention Eros was Hesiod, who described him as. One of the primable cosmogonic deities born of the world egg.
0: But Sounded later, more like Easter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> also, speaking of Easter...
0: We won't be recording that week.
1: No, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, but um, we won't. <laughs> where? Why does the Easter bunny lay eggs? Dude, you're fucking asking the wrong person. Because... <laughs> 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 like,
0: he brings eggs that he gets from chicks, apparently. Why? I don't know. There's chicks in Easter stuff, too. But why? I don't fucking know. Do the research. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
1: You're asking the wrong person, Anyway, bro. I always wondered that. We always, like, do an Easter for the kids. Yeah. Like, oh, the Easter bunny's gonna come lay eggs in the
0: yard. It's funny. <laughs> no, he brings them to the yard and picks them out of his
1: basket. And then you got to put them in your basket.
0: Mm-hmm. Weird. Um, my parents always got me something for Valentine's Day, though. Yeah. And Easter. Yeah. I always got, like, a stuffed animal or mm-hmm. something for Valentine's
1: yeah. Day. We usually do candy. that with the kids. We yeah. Do, we usually don't get them candy because everybody else gets them candy. Mm-hmm. We we'll usually get them, like, a little stuffed animal. I
0: think it's cool that people include their kids in Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because you're just spreading the love. It's not just about... <laughs> I don't think it's just about your significant other. It's about...
1: Yeah. your family too. We We did get the kids like um, a little like heart shaped box with chocolates in it. Aww. Just like a little bitty one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. They thought it was cute. Sounds cute. So later accounts of the lineage of Eros vary describing him as the son of Nix and Ere- Erebus or Aphrodite and Ares or Iris and Zephyrus or even Aphrodite and Zeus. And that would mean that his father is also his grandfather mm-hmm. because Zeus is, yeah. Zeus
0: is a sick dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So he comes from a couple. Mm-hmm. One of these couples. Armed with a bow and a quiver filled with both golden arrows, to arouse desire and leaden arrows to ignite aversion arrows struck at the hearts of gods and mortals and played with their emotions so he wasn't just all about love he was mm-hmm. also about like de- deception, right in one story from ancient greek mythology which was later retold by roman authors cupid shot a golden arrow at apollo who fell madly in love with the nymph daphne but then launched a leaden arrow at daphne so she would Repulsed by him,
0: which kind of makes sense because he's also a baby.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. So he's like playing around. Yeah, he doesn't mm-hmm. really know.
0: Well, he's a god. Yeah, but in my eyes, he's like has the maturity level, a younger maturity level. Of a you know child. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, well, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna have this. some fun. Yeah.
1: Watch this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In another story, Cupid's mother in the story of Venus, Mm -hmm. became so jealous of the beautiful mortal Psyche that she told her son to induce Psyche to fall in love with a monster. Instead, Cupid became so enamored with Psyche that he married her with the condition that she could never see his face.
0: Never see his little baby face? No.
1: Eventually, Psyche's curiosity got the better of her and she stole a glance, causing Cupid to flee in anger. Well, how did he talk to her? He just stood behind her or floated with his little baby wings. Yeah. I guess. I don't know why she would I don't know why somebody would agree to that. No. Nope. They're gods though. So I, I don't... would definitely I turn around. I don't know. <laughs> She's immortal though. I feel like she should know. Oh, maybe. yeah. That's true. I don't know. After roaming the known world in search of her lover, Psyche was eventually reunited with Cupid and granted the gift of immortality. In the poetry of the archaic period eros was represented as a studly immortal who was irresistible to both man and gods so he no wasn't limit. he wasn't a, i guess not
0: <laughs> <laughs> but i knew what they meant yeah yeah
1: but in this in this depiction he's not a baby he's just like a short yeah stubby little dude right Short stubby <laughs> but by the hellenistic period he was increasingly portrayed as a playful mischievous child there it is so it's like back and forth Mm -hmm. because of his association with love 19th century victorians began depicting this infant version of cupid on valentine's day cards in a trend that has persisted until this day in addition to the united states Valentine's Day is celebrated in Canada, Mexico, the United Kingdom, France, and Australia. Dang. I thought it was celebrated across the whole world. Yeah. Apparently not.
0: Yeah, um, that's called being an American. <laughs> uh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> because you think all our holidays are celebrated across the whole world. You're
1: like, Hey, listen, at least I'm- It's Thanksgiving! No, no, I'm not that person. Or, like, the 4th of July. People that think the 4th of July is, like, a Dude. world-round thing are dumbasses. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just to put it simple. Well, if, if you, you didn't think- know-
0: the 4th of July is when America got its independence. Yes. And if you think that it's around the world, apparently Kirsten thinks you're dumb dumbass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry. Rude. I'm not sorry. Um, Again, that's called being an American. You're just so blinded by yeah. what is going on right here, right now.
1: Well, St. Valentine's Day is just, to me, seems like an overall holiday. The mm-hmm. holiday of love. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like a, yeah, that a worldwide sense. thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess not. Well, A lot of the world does. In Great Britain, Valentine's Day began to be popularly celebrated around the 17th century. By the middle of the 18th century, it was common for friends and lovers of all social classes to exchange small tokens of affection or handwritten notes. And by 1900, printed cards began to replace written letters due to improvements in printing technology. And that's
0: where it all went downhill. Yep. I would have much rather received a cute handwritten note than a little card that says a tiny message and just yeah. a signature.
1: Whenever I buy cards like mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day or birthdays or whatever mm-hmm. I always put a note in the side of it. Cause Me too. usually always one side of the card that's blank. Yeah, that's inside. what I do. So I write like a little handwritten message to mm-hmm. still like keep that personalization. Right. Because it's just not the same when it's like Happy Valentine's Day, I love you. Yep, that's it. Love Kirsten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, ready-made cards were an easy way for people to express their emotions in a time when direct expression of one's feelings was discouraged. Cheaper postage rates also contributed to an increase in the popularity of sending a Valentine's Day greetings. Americans probably began exchanging handmade valentines in the early 1700s. In the 1840s, Esther A. Howland, began selling the first mass-produced of Valentines in America. Howland, known as the Mother of Valentine, made elaborate creations with real lace, ribbons, and colorful pictures known as scrap. Like a scrapbook. Mm-hmm.
0: That's exactly what I was imagining. Yeah.
1: Today, according to the Greeting Card Association, an estimated 145 million Valentine's Day cards Jeez. are sent each year, making Valentine's Day the second largest card-seating holiday of the year, the first being Christmas. I already knew that. Yeah. I think you said that around Christmas time. Probably. So, um, now we're going to just talk about some Valentine's facts Let's that go. I thought were a little bit interesting. Valentine is the patron saint of beekeepers and epilepsy among many other things. Okay? Okay. So saints are certainly expected to keep busy in the afterlife. Mhm. Their holy duties include interceding in earthly affairs and entertaining petitions from living souls. In this respect, Saint Valentine has wide-ranging spiritual responsibilities. People call on him to watch over the lives of lovers, of course, but also for interventions regarding beekeeping and epilepsy, as well as the plague, fainting, and traveling. (laughs) As you might expect, he is also the patron saint of engaged couples and happy marriages. So I thought that was very specific beekeeping and epilepsy. I know. Um... You two, can Sorry, two weird things that just don't seem yeah. like they go together. No, especially not with Valentine's Day. Mm-mm. You can find a Valentine's skull in Rome. That's cool. The flower-adorned skull of St. Valentine is on display in the Basilica of Santa Maria in Cosmedin, Rome. I want to go see that. In the early 1800s, the excavation of a catacomb near Rome, yielded skeletal remains and other relics now associated with... Um, As is customary, these bits and pieces of the late saint's body have subsequently been distributed to reliquaries around the world. You'll find other bits of St. Valentine's skeleton on display in the Czech Republic, Ireland, Scotland, England, and France. That's really cool. The last fact I have for you is... That you can really celebrate Valentine's Day more than one time throughout the, throughout the year.
0: Okay. Where you can celebrate it. I celebrate it every day with my boyfriend, Austin. Oh, you're so sweet. And Austin, I love you. Oh, my goodness. Just Sorry, he's my soulmate, guys. i just, just
1: can't can't let this one uh, pass my opportunity. Until <laughs> you gotta him. hang on to that. Mm-hmm. So because of the abundance of St. Valentines on the Roman Catholic roster, you can choose to celebrate the saint multiple times each year. Besides February 14th, you might decide to celebrate St. Saint- saint Valentines of Viterbo on November 3rd. My my brain's just telling me no. It's just weird. My brain's like,
0: Mm-mm. "It's November 3rd. Happy Valentine's Day again?" No. That's like too
1: far in the fall. Yeah. Nope, can't do it. No. Or, maybe you want to get a jump on the traditional Valentine celebration by celebrating St. Valentine of Ratia on January 7th. Too close to
0: New Year's. I know. I'm still so recovering from the hangover.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Women might choose to honor the only female St. Valentine, Valentina. Hmm? What? A virgin martyred in Palestine on July 25th. Yeah. Pretty close to 4th of July. In 308 AD. But I got, women got to
0: support women.
1: Yeah. The Eastern Orthodox Church officially celebrates St. Valentine twice. Once as an elder of the church on July 6th, and once as a martyr on July 30th. Interesting. So there's multiple times you can celebrate Valentine's Day throughout the year, from all different backgrounds. Well, go for it, guys. So, if that's what you want, if you want an excuse to get more chocolate from your loved one... Chocolate? Chocolate. <laughs> Flowers. Um, or if you're like me and you get a Barnes & Noble gift card for Valentine's Day um, and you want more of that, there's multiple days a year you can do that. hmm So, you take that information and do with what, what you want. <laughs> do with what you do want. Do with what you <laughs> um, Anyway... So, that was the history of St. Valentine's Day. It was good. It was good. I hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day and mm-hmm. you spent it with the people you love. Or you spent it relaxing. Or you, girl.
0: Or a boy. Or neither. Person. Gender neutral. Yep. Person. They. Them. Maybe you celebrated it with yourself. And you and had a good fun. self-care, self-love day. And you just spent the day hanging I hope out with yourself. it was a great day.
1: Yeah. Regardless of...
0: What you did, who you spent it with. we just hope you had
1: a good day um, if you're not already, um, follow us on all of our social medias Link in the show notes. I've been trying to post a little more often been a little more active I not that much I am so
0: busy I literally have no time to post so I need to just send pictures to Kirsten
1: mm-hmm. So most of the time whenever you see posts, it's me. Um. So for I now. for now, I will interact with you guys as much as possible.
0: Um, I try to get on there, but really, I just don't have any time. That's and fine. when I do have time to relax, I need to relax because Michelle, mm-hmm. me, I, 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 don't know how to relax. She don't. I really don't. I'm really bad about it. Um. If it's the Capricorn in me, Anyways. yeah,
1: it is. If you don't know already, we have a Patreon that is set up. Um, there is multiple tiers on there, ranging from... Not sad ones. Two... No, not tears. (laughs) Crying. Tears, as in levels. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, ranging from, I think, the lowest is $2 a month. You could get a shout-out on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. There's one for $5 a month. You can get your episodes early. Mm -hmm. They're uploaded on Sunday, every single week, both episodes. Yep. Um, or you can... Go with the $10 tier and um, get access to all of that. Early episodes, access to our notes, shout out in episodes. Um, and you also get access to a private Discord mm-hmm. that I created. And access to our guys. schedule. Oh, and access to the schedule. Forgot about that. Um, so you can know what we're going to post before we post it. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be linked in the show notes if you're interested in it leave a rating and a review yep and i think that's everything i think that is also everything uh we will uh, 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 <laughs> we will see you guys in friday's episode bye bye